This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I do have a question about secrets that popped in my head I really want to ask you guys. Is it like legal in your mind if I ask you to keep a secret that you're allowed to tell your wife? Okay, wait now. Is the secret keeping vault, do I have to accept? Because my mom told me at a young age that if somebody's married, most likely they're going to tell their significant other no. the secret you give them. You nope. think that no matter what. And Catherine doesn't tell me all that stuff either. Yeah. Because it's none of my business. Mm-hmm. How about you, Judd? Does, it, does the, the wife have the keys to the secret vault? Usually not. <laughs> Like it depends, uh, it, but but yeah, if it's just something personal, well, and plus if it's like a friend of mine, why would I tell her? She doesn't care that much. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, if they don't know the person that you have a secret about, it's totally yeah. fine. If anybody starts out a conversation with me where they go, "I'm going to tell you something," but you can't tell anyone, right? I always stop them. <laughs> D- don't tell me. I don't. I don't want to know. know. Right. If I can't tell anyone, if I can't disclose this, if it's that top secret. Please do not tell me. I don't oh, want to know. My sister did that to me the other day, and it was she didn't give the disclaimer till after, so it's a non-disclaimer mm-hmm. at that point. You were like, ah, and it was something in our family, and I'm still mad at her about yeah. it. So the, the best part, I think, about this business, though, as a whole, is if somebody in newspapers or radio tells you, I'm going to tell you something, but you can't tell. They have told no fewer than five to ten other people. <laughs> oh, I couldn't yeah. agree more. Absolutely. Like, like, I can't tell you how many things I've been told in confidence. And then, you know, Joe down the hall is like, yeah, oh, yeah, I knew about this. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. Well, first of all, I don't tell people most things anyway for that very reason. Because mm-hmm. if it's really that important to me, why would I tell anybody else? Oh, I kept a secret so well. Yeah. Uh, that you told me that you were going to come to Hubbard. You told me like the day before I had GoGo. Mm-hmm. You were like, I'm looking at going to Hubbard. And then I had the baby. And then that you were you reached out saying that you're going to go to Hubbard. And you were telling me like, hey, you know, it's kind of like what I was planning. We were going to Hubbard. And I literally told my husband, he goes, why didn't you tell me that? Like, why wasn't that? I go, I don't know. I kept the secret so well again. I mm-hmm. forgot about it. Now, the other thing, I'm going to tell you another secret, and you can't tell anybody this. All right, tell me. Now I'm getting out. (laughs) Immediately after today's show. I'm leaving after today's show, but don't tell anyone. Not a problem. Like two weeks ago, my daughter told me, you're such a bad liar. I can always tell when you're lying. And I looked at her and said, honey, the things you aren't supposed to know about you will never know about. And the look, it was like a realization had come over her like, oh my God, he's so right. There are things he will never tell me. Justin yeah. tells me everything. Yeah. No. Like, I know Justin tells me everything. Why? I don't know. Like, I, he's just... <laughs> she goes to his phone. He doesn't have a yeah, lot of like close exactly. like friends that he sits and talks to about stuff. So He, he doesn't have me. any friends. What are you talking about? I mean, am I not his friend? No. Oh, he okay. told me he, not, he doesn't really care that much for you. <laughs> That's what he told me. So I'm always trying to pimp him out to go golfing with you guys. I just need him to leave the house. <laughs> no, I honestly got, I've only met him once, and I could tell he does not like to hang around with other people. I can, uh, I could tell by his body language. He, he is definitely could go either way. Like for him, going to a party or staying home, both are lovely options. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's, that's how you, uh, that's Justin, good. in a nutshell. Like he does like being around people, but he could, like, I have to hit my quota of people. I have to make my rounds. I have to see people. Yeah. He could go either way, and it, it drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Where I go, you haven't left the house in three weeks. He's like, meh. Yeah. 
There you go. But, Maybe I misread it. Yeah, because when he was on the yacht, like when we were all hanging out and doing the dinner with like some cl- clients and whatnot, he was the life of the party. Yeah, he really was. He was he was personable yeah. and chatting with people and shaking hands. Oh, yeah, good. he's great. Yeah, yeah he mm-hmm. definitely like loves being around people, but he doesn't need to be. Mm-hmm. Like, he can go, and he doesn't seem to get nervous. Because I always was like, is it an anxious thing? No, he just if to him, there's not like like for me, there's a social quota I have to hit, and mm-hmm. for him, no. Judd, you know what this tells me? What's that? That he doesn't like me. Well, I was going to say, no, I was just going to ask you nope. if you interpret it now as as J- Justin's fine with people, it's Tom Bernard he has a problem with. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, he literally talks about uh, the time well. we celebrated his birthday with you in the Viking suite. And we were oh, he kept yeah. going, hap, hap. He talks. It's so funny with the perception yeah. you have. He he sincere. And every time he goes, how's Tom doing today? Like, okay, it's so well, funny. let me put it this way, then. He either doesn't like me or he's afraid of me. Oh, he's probably afraid of oh, you. Oh, because that's what it is. Well, because at the time, you were, he, me and him were just engaged, and you were like my to get rid father of figure he was meeting at the... Like, <laughs> oh, of, that's true. I forgot about that Of course he's intimidated mm-hmm. by you. Like, that's every true. guy I bring around you is intimidated. Why? Look at, look at the... as sweet as could be. Look at the camera yeah. when you say that. Why? <laughs> But well, listen, Judd and I can ask Justin today when the three of us go golfing later. It's totally Works we'll for ask me. him all about it. You yeah. know how many times Justin's like, well, if Tom ever needs a golfing partner, I can probably get out. I was like, he has an imaginary friendship with you, I think because he listens to the show, that you don't know exists. So it cracks me up. Where like, does he play? Anywhere. He's, a, yeah. he's like uh, We didn't have one spot? No, he'll go anywhere that's open at we that time. We invite him to, to golf. He would love that. Oh, I could do that. Like, and then once I get him out there out in the middle of nowhere and nobody else around him, we go, I got a problem with you. Yeah. <laughs> he would poop himself. He would absolutely. with me, Justin. Uh, <laughs> it is funny, though, that the second Tom would be like, let's go golfing. Justin's like, I'll drop everything. But the second you text him, hey, would you like a ham sandwich? He's like, I'm in the middle of a meeting. Exactly. <laughs> Shut the hell up, lady. Oh, God. Exactly. <laughs> no question about it. So, Judd... No game yesterday, so we don't have anything to bitch about. I know. Although, again, how do you figure? How do you figure? You lose three or four in in Detroit, which yep. is just terrible. Terrible. You've team. now lost the season series to Detroit, who's here tonight for a two-game series, and you go into Philadelphia, get waxed on Friday, and then win the last two games of yeah. that series. How? This is one of the most baffling collection of human beings I've ever seen. I would have to agree with that 100% because, as you know, well, Judd and I text back and forth during the games, right? And I literally texted Judd the other night and said, the Twins are up 2 to nothing. They just pulled a pitcher after throwing only 80 pitches. He's been pitching his ass off. They pulled him. Maybe I should stop watching the game because if I watch the game, I guarantee you they're going to lose. And what did you do? By the way, I followed your lead and I watched the rest of the game because you said, no, okay, no, good. watch the rest of the game. So I did. Good. That's great. But yeah, Judd and I, if there's a twins game, Judd and I are texting each other. There's no doubt about that. That's yes. a really fun friendship. I love that. Like, I, I love don't know I have, about a friendship, but oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry if I overstepped. But I'm not afraid of Tom. See, that? that's the thing. That's a big difference. I'm, I'm not afraid of Tom. I, I embrace Tom's crustiness because I share a similar crustiness myself. Yes, you do. That's very true which is why there's expletives in our text thread about the Twins almost constantly. <laughs> very, very. Well, we had, a guest on the, on, we had a guest on the family podcast yesterday. He, uh, 
He works with uh, anxiety and police officers, EMTs, firefighters, and all that stuff. Russ? Was his name Russ? Yeah, his name was Russ. Great guy. But he taught me a lot about myself. You know, we, we talked about that whole situation about, I don't know, people, you, I, you don't do it on purpose. You just kind of develop who you are. Yeah. And you really don't understand. I had no idea I had this outer image that I had this edge to me. It is funny what who perceives it and who doesn't, right? Because like yeah, some people don't. You when I would run into you here and there when I did the overnight, I didn't perceive you as grumpy because you were always or, or uh, edgy or whatever. Mm-hmm. You were always very warm to me, and because of that, you know, I I I always liked being around you. And by the time you you know have hit times in your life where you get a little cranky, I don't still perceive it as you're mad at me. I no. perceive it as something you. Like, so I, I think it's funny. I think people that know you well don't, aren't thrown off by it, whatever. No, that's true. But. I mean, there's a big difference between, you know, not liking you and actually hating your guts. There's a big difference. It's a very thin line, though. No, but he told me yesterday, and it was kind of funny because I brought this up several times. Yeah. But he said, I do, and he brought this up to me, he said, you do have that circle around you that if people stay out there, you're okay. And if you like them, they can come inside the circle. But, and he was right. He nailed it. He's absolutely right about that. Have you in the past five years let somebody in your inner circle you've regretted? Oh, God, yes. In the past five years? Absolutely. Really? Many, many people. Wow, because I know that like that used to be a problem in the past with you, but I didn't know if you still if you're still trying to have new people in your life. Oh, I'm not trying. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to get new people in my life. I got enough. Okay, hang no. on, let me grab a piece of paper, Tom. If you could start alphabetically with who these people are and their phone numbers, we could. <laughs> Put uh, if everybody's first name Google is asshole, it's going to take me. No, I I really do. I like people. I love people a lot. As a matter of fact, it's just, I am I am. My whole life, I've been very disappointed in the human race. I have. Yeah. Uh, there's no question. Well, Judd, you and I have talked about that before, I think. Yes. It's yeah. The, and I, so, and, and I think the difference between us is I think I am less trusting than you. So I don't let I as right. many people in. <laughs> um, but, yes, the, the human race disappointing us, I think, is a, a, a very common thread, right? Like oh, it's, it's a very common thread where, you're, yep. where, where you allow a person in your circle. But then if they screw it up, they're out. They're gone. Yeah. I, well, and I'll be honest with you. I know this is going to sound a little, uh, I don't know, cloying maybe. I hope it doesn't. But that's one thing I've learned in the six months we've been together, that working with you and Phil are my kind of guys. You just are. You're very honest. you got your opinions, and you go for it. I, I like honesty. Honesty is a great thing. Mm-hmm. So don't tell Phil I like him, though, because then he'll get a big no. hit. No. You know, it'd be terrible. I most definitely won't. I most definitely won't. But, but you know what? <laughs> to your point, I, I think the interesting thing about that statement, though, is, and I mean, this is just probably, the word rampant might be strong, but... You know, how many people in this business are not themselves, you know? Yeah. Like they, they flip on the mic and they <laughs> assume a persona. And like that's always driven me crazy. And I get it. Right. But it still drives me crazy because, you know, in my opinion, you need to be as much yourself off mic and on mic. It, it needs to be the same person, I think. And yeah. a lot of people who do what we do. I'm not saying the four of us on this screen. I'm saying a lot of people in the business mm-hmm. don't do that. 
There's no question about that. And they, well, I, you know, before the show even started, I talked to people about that, and I said, radio people like to talk really loud like this, and I don't know yes. why that is either. It's like, calm down. There's a microphone. It'll be fine. But, yeah, people on the radio love to talk loud, and I don't know why that is. You know what's crazy? I bet if you ask these people who we perceive as two different people via on-air and off-air, mm-hmm. If you ask them, like, why are you so different from on-air to off-air, they would reply with, I'm the same person. Yeah. Oh, they would, yeah. I, I, I don't well, know what you mean. I'm the yeah, same exact would. person. They don't even realize no, that they, they are two different people because everybody has multiple sides to yeah. them. Sometimes you're nice, sometimes you're a dick. Who you're around, you make a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. But they only let that one side out because they're afraid that people might see that dickish side of them. And, oh, yeah. heaven forbid, if somebody thinks bad of you. But now we have people that don't even, re- they're not even cognizant of the fact of who they are on and off air. No, when, cool. when we started the show and you and Tom both said, Brittany, you're so quiet in the morning before the show starts. Like, that was like one of those things where I go, I, am I it's too not different? what I said. I said, be quiet when the show <laughs> no, starts. No, you constantly, you totally said, <laughs> why don't you talk to me before that you, you, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh no, like have I become one of those people of, and I really, it made me think about it where I go, like, maybe I read a little less, but I'll interact like a normal person. But I think it's my anxiety about the show starting, so I should, you know, read a bunch of stuff. But I don't like that. I don't want to be perceived as a different person on air well, ever. You're not. No, I, no I, you're not. I, but I want to make sure, like, whatever that gap is, I resolve it. Because I'm like, I, that, I'm with you, Judd. Like, I wouldn't want to be the person, if somebody meets me and they listen, they go, that's that person I listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, and by the way, the station was not owned by the Hubbards, so it wasn't a Hubbard radio station. It was owned by other people. And there was a guy talking to someone yesterday on the air, and he literally was talking like this. I've got to tell you that I, I bought some tickets, tickets to this really great show. I'm like, is that how you talk at home, really? That's so bad. Oh, it's just horrible. <laughs> I, uh, I, nowadays, I Nowadays, I'm rarely around people that have different post personas. Like, Good. the shows I'm on, it's funny because people do meet them. They go, oh, my God, this person is exactly who they are. But I, in the past, it's it's a wild feeling to go, yeah, you're not going to want to go say hi to that person. They're going to disappoint you. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I told you guys the Dane Cook story when we went to go back to oh, meet him. And he was throwing it. I mean, he was yelling at people in his dressing room. And they were like, now's not a good time. I was like, the same guy who I just saw kill with a big smile on his face oh, for the yeah. last hour is losing his mind back there? Okay, never mind. I get it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There's no question. It just, I don't know. What a world. That's all I'm saying. I, so, Tom, I, I think the one uh, example that involves you that is so it, that is so uh, germane to this story mm-hmm. is the chemistry that you and Rosen found on KQ, for instance. Yeah. It was like some of the most genuine. Like, I think that was popular. And, and Mark, I, that, that took Mark from a guy that read a teleprompter to a guy who was a great personality. Yeah. But, I mean, that was like lightning in a bottle type of chemistry where everyone was truly themselves and showed a side of a guy's personality who was on TV especially yeah. that we didn't know until then. And they had to F that up, of course. Oh, you kids, corporate. I know. Corporate messed that whole thing up. Go, oh, we got to pull them and we're going to – I know they – whatever that asshole's name was that ran CCO at the time. You know, 
over at his current station, he's Little Marky. Of course, he came Little Marky Rosen because he's six foot six. Yeah. And apparently, yes. this guy didn't get that joke. But he goes, we've done something here. We've, we've taken his old persona from the radio station where he was Little Marky. And now we've turned him into Big Mark. Oh, he thought he did something there. That's I'm like, oh, my God, just, uh, you moron. I just read that. That's in Mark's book. Oh, that's is it really? Said. It's in the book. What was the yes. asshole's name that said that? Hold on a second. I, I did not realize here. he put I got to read Mark's I've been reading book. It. Best scene Best in, the in the house. Mark Rosen. There's Rosie. Chapter He's got on, you, on you and Mark. I cannot go to Rosie's wedding because I'm going to be out of town. It's really upsetting me. I love Mark Rosen. Mark Rosen, I've known him now for almost 40 years. I just love the guy. He's a great guy. He's a lot bigger than me, which pisses me off. But, you know, such is life. He's a gentle giant, no, I think, though. I, I tell you what, though, leave leave Alsvik. She was another wonderful person to work with, and you could not find a sweeter guy than Dan Colhane. Just a, I was so lucky with that cast over there. Mm-hmm. I just I didn't know any of them, had never met any of the three of them. He just went on the air and started calling them names, and we had a good time, man. It was wonderful. And then, of course, they had to tear it all apart because that's what radio management does. Well, yeah, but that's unfortunate. Remember who I got stuck with after Mark Rosen? Oh, God, I'd love to talk about this someday. Oh. Mark Curtis, and it oh, was a disaster. That would, I'd love oh. to hear the, unvar- the, the story on that one. How long was that? Was that? It was a couple of years, wasn't it? Seemed like yeah, an but I, mean, I, think, I think I listened to the first hit, and I and you could tell. Oh yeah, you could. Was, like the first hit, you could tell this ain't gonna end well. And then thank God Passolt came along and saved my ass. Yeah, Jeffy Passolt, I miss him too. I loved working with Passolt; great guy. But yeah, That's just Jerry Burns. Jerry Burns. He does a great Jerry <laughs> he Burns. Does. There's no doubt about it. You know, Passolt's really good. One of the things, if you ever get a chance. Go out drinking with Jeff Passalt because it's so much fun, I can't even tell you. God, is it fun. He gets up and starts singing. He gets up on stage, starts telling jokes, doing impressions. It's, God, it's, it, it, he's a great guy to hang out with. Now, I've been very, very nice. lucky in my career in this business. Been worked with a couple of assholes, but most of them were very, very nice people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which for radio is unusual because most people in radio are nuts or stupid. <laughs> I've or heard both. some stories. Are both. Or both. Yeah, they can be both. That's true. You've heard some stories? I've heard some stories about nuts. I've, I've heard about a, uh, uh, a program director who was actually led out of the building, I think, basically by two security guys. Yeah, you're, uh, <laughs> you, I think nuts is the appropriate word. I think you're right. I've got to take a quick break. You got till 38, do you not? Yes, I do. Oh, do you have to go? You're good then. Nope. Oh, nope. glad to I'm hear good. that. We'll be right back. Take a break right here. Many of you taking my recommendation to give mnfatloss.com a try. I'm hearing from so many people how this program has worked for them when nothing else would. The mnfatloss.com program really has discovered the secret to weight loss. Just like the program says, I lost about a pound of fat every day. I did the first 60 days in the maintenance program, and now I went back to the weight loss program to get my... I'm going to get to my ultimate goal, about 225. And honestly, it's just not hard at all. I eat real meat, vegetables, and fruits. I'm not hungry or feeling deprived. They really have figured out the secret to fat loss. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, that's about a pound of fat every day. 
No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. I'm here talking with my friends Michael Bilski and Brad Huckle of North American Banking Company. Guys, it seems like banking has changed quite a bit since you first opened your doors in 1998. Yes and no. In 98, we didn't have online and mobile banking like we do today. Many banking processes have also changed. One thing that hasn't changed is we still provide a true community bank experience right here in the Twin Cities. Our team takes the time to get to know our customers and their goals. This creates a relationship that is unique in banking today and one our customers appreciate. It's why we like to say we provide a better banking experience. You're absolutely right, Brad. I've been a customer for a long time. The service your team provides is phenomenal. Thanks, Tommy. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. Each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. We'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snow. Snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this, so mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. I just got a text, and I don't know what the hell this even means because I haven't seen it, but somebody apparently on the uh, Tom Bernard Morning Show YouTube page, is it a page, a site, what is it? Yeah, the YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah. But is it a page? It is a site. What would you call it? I would call it a site because it's site probably our channel. Yeah, channel. Channel. Yeah, that'd be a good one. It, yeah. But I don't know anything about this because I, you know, it's got a lot of bullshit that I got to take care of all the rest of it. But he said he wants. Apparently, there's some guy on there doing an impression of me, on the show. He's he's. Apparently, he doesn't do a very good impression of me, but he, he apparently... I have not heard it, so I don't... You guys knowing about this? Um, no. It wouldn't be on our channel. What's on... He said He said when you go to the Tom Bernard Morning Show, search Tom Bernard Morning Show, it does pop up on there. 
Hmm. We'll take a look. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, but apparently I haven't heard it, but he, it, he said the, the guy doesn't do a very good impression of me, but apparently I'm a raging prick on that particular cut. So that's nice to hear. But, yeah, I mean, how, you can't just post anything on those sites you want, can you? Of course you can. Oh, can you really? Oh, yeah. So you, you can post anything you want on our YouTube No, not on, that's why I'm saying it's not, it must not be on ours. It's because not on our the only person It who, is. The I, only person I, who posts to that is me. So it has to go through me first before anything goes up on that YouTube channel. It's a uh, uh, matter of fact, I just checked it out, and it was on there, so I could go can, back. Can you send me the link? I'll go, yeah, well, I could do it after the show because it's, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. But so it does, everything does have to go through you. Yeah, goes through me before it goes up. Okay, well. But if somebody does an impression of you and puts Tom Bernard and you search Tom Bernard, you can find the impression. Yeah. But that's not our, that's not our channel. Yeah, that, that wouldn't be sense. from, yeah, it wouldn't be from us. Yeah. No, this was be, on the YouTube channel. Yeah, it's on YouTube, but it doesn't come from our channel is what I'm saying. It's on the Tom Bernard Morning Show YouTube channel. That's where it is. Apparently, that's what everybody's telling me. I mean, I don't care. I, I, didn't, I didn't know I was starting this brouhaha. But, Hold on. Hold on. Now I'm going to look. It's probably toward the back or something. I don't know. Maybe you can find it. Um, well, I didn't want to turn this into a deal where everybody's searching. I just thought it, no. I, I wanted to find out if it was funny or not. That's no, what, I'm with you. I haven't I was, seen it yet. No, I'll, I'll, I'm definitely going to look on my off time for sure. I'll see if I can find it. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's. I guess the guy talks kind of like this. This is Tom Bernard. I go to <laughs> Nutrimos and I want to thank him because I weighed 300 pounds and now I'm down to 299.9. You know, it's one of those kind of deals. Oh, nice. So I don't know. I, who I have no idea what the hell it even is. I shouldn't have brought it up because I thought you guys might know about it, but I, no. don't, know any, I don't know anything about that Interesting. stuff. Interesting. Well, I mean. Whatever. Does that make you, like, it's so wild to me that somebody would do an impersonation of you. Like, Oh, they've always done that. Yeah. Does that feel? Yeah, they, they always Does it have. bug you or does it say that you just kind of no, take it, it as a compliment? No, it there's never been a good one is the problem. That's the problem. There's never been a, an accurate one. It's always, oh, yeah, I talked to the guy yesterday. Like, I still remember, so when we had to roast you at the House of Comedy. Oh, God, I remember that, yeah. Um, and a lot of the comedians actually were terrified to roast you. Me and Alex had no problem with it, obviously. Yes, obviously, just um, a given. But you said the funniest thing after where you're like, all right, all you stand-up comedians, I just want to say this is what a full room looks like when you got to do the comeback. <laughs> it was so funny. And That's me and Alex right, were dying laughing. I would say me and Alex were the only ones who actually attacked you because everyone you did. was terrified. Very mean. No, everybody was very, very sweet at that show. They were, that was very nice. It was super fun. And then, of course, there, there was a march on uh, – I think the Somali community marched on the Mall of America that day. Remember that? It's a that? little big, though, so I don't remember it making that big of an effect. Oh, on they, the they were telling people not to go down. And I said, what are they going to I'm just going to walk out the door. What are they going to do? Yeah, it's a huge mall, so you're going to need a lot of people to make an effect. Well, I went through the crowd, and they didn't want me to go through the crowd. Oh, really? Of like, course you did. Down. Of course well, you did. Well, I'm not going to go out of my way to get out just because you're clogging up the hallway. Catherine's like, let's take the long way. Uh, we'll get some steps in. She's tougher than me. She yeah, was, let's she's take actually on. terrifying. She can be terrifying for me. I know that. There's yeah. no question about it. <laughs> anyway, well, sorry I brought that up because I just I thought you guys would know more no. about that than I do. I don't I have no I have no idea what the hell is going on. So, Judd. Yes. We're at home. 
Yes. That the weather's going to be nice. It looks like the weather's going to be nice for the, the two-game series with Detroit. Yeah, and then it's supposed to. They actually are. Um, they have Pittsburgh coming in then for the weekend, and I think it's supposed to get real hot again. Yeah, but in, I don't think we're. Night. I don't know. If, I have not seen rain in the forecast, so I, I think that they will probably uh, be on track to get all what five games in. But it's a, it is remarkable that with two games left against the Tigers team, that's absolutely awful. That they have already lost the season series. I think the Tigers <laughs> lead the season series seven to four. They're so they can't win it. So like if they win these two games, it'll be seven to six. Detroit is a terrible baseball team. Yes. I just, yeah. why, how do you lose that many games to a terrible baseball team? They got swept by Kansas City. Now, they, yeah. they do have a, a substantial lead in the season series against the Royals, but the Royals are even worse than the Tigers. Yeah, they are. Yep. I just, I, I don't, I, don't I literally don't understand them. I mean, I'm not, I'm not being a smartass. I don't understand them. I don't either. Uh, you know, you, you watch the team, and you and I were talking when they had that nice run five games in a row, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, maybe they found their way, or blah, blah, blah. And then they just sucked up a storm right after that. Yes, and every time we do this, every time we talk about, well, this might be a turning point, they turn around and disappoint you. Yeah, that's well, and they do disappoint me because I, I keep thinking, oh, they're going to be really good, they're going to be really good, and then they're not. Now, I will say this. I don't think, I and and... This might come back to bite me in the ass. I don't think there's anything they can do to lose the division now, though, because Cleveland. No, I agree. You know, Cleveland's quit, and Cleveland, I, what they were up by a couple runs in the ninth inning against Tampa Bay on Saturday, and the closer blew that game. I think they did come back and win on Sunday, but I think they're going to the playoffs regardless. I do too. I would agree with you. I don't know how they're going to do in the playoffs. Maybe they're that five-game winner, and then maybe they're getting swept by Detroit. I mean, you know what? It depends on which team shows up. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and I think the goal, as small as small and pathetic as what I'm about to say is, I think the goal is to end that 18-game, nearly 20-year playoff losing streak. 18. <laughs> just, that uh-huh. is amazing to me. 18 years. 18 years. Or eight, or 18 games, almost 20 years. Since they've won a playoff game, not a series, a, a game. One game. How the yep. hell did that even happen? Um, through some just unbelievable ineptitude. I guess. I mean, uh, it is. It, it's baseball, too, which is, you know, a lot of times in baseball, just like in the hockey playoffs, weird things happen. Like to lose 18 consecutive baseball games is nearly an act of God. Yeah, I agree. No, you absolutely. You know? di- something divine had to get in the way there. There's no doubt about it. Like, what? It's those two World Series, Tom. They're still biting us in the ass. I think I think uh, s- someone said, you know what? You won two World Series. Screw you. You're done. That's now 32 years ago, by the way, since the last win. So it might be time to win one again. What yeah. do you say? Yeah, man, just a, a hell, I'll take a playoff series at this rate, but yes. Yep. I don't know. I just, it would be nice. Being a Twins fan has been interesting since 1961, I'll tell you that. No question. Yeah, you've seen, uh, you've run the the uh, the gauntlet of just putrid baseball, mm-hmm. to great baseball, back to putrid baseball. Like the 90s. I mean, how do you explain, you know, in in 1990, you finish in last place in the old American League West. Then you come back the next year, win the damn division, and win the World Series. In 92, before that infamous Eric Fox game against the A's, oh, God. The Metronome, 
when they puked it up. That I remember at that time thinking in my lifetime, that was the best Twins team I had ever seen. That 92 team was great. Mm-hmm. Fell apart. And then starting with, what, 94, they, you know, for the rest of the 90s, they were just a dumpster fire. Yeah, they were. You're absolutely right. And is that a manager thing? Is that an owner thing? Is it both? I think it's a little bit of both. But you know what? I mean, the 90s was TK, and I think TK was really damn good. I thought so, too, yeah. You know, but I mean, they, that's probably a drafting thing. It's it's um, definitely a cultivation of talent, but you know to be as bad. And if you recall, like the pitching was just in the toilet year after year, yes. starting in about ninety four, just awful. No question. You know, I really do miss the days of Gene Mock, though, when I'd be sitting in the second row behind the Twins dugout and criticizing the team. And he had to scratch his forehead with his middle finger almost every time he was on his way back to the dugout. Well, I, I wonder <laughs> what that meant. Oh, what do you mean, Gene? I would love. I would pay money to get the tapes of you behind that that dugout oh, from a 1970s God. game. I used to go after them like there was no tomorrow. I would pay money between you confronting, uh, you know, the guy that Don Baylor was going to kill you about. Oh yeah, or the twins Oscar Gamble. G-Mock. Yes. Now, now, were you there the day in? Oh my God, it's probably seventy six, I think, or seventy seven, when Blylevin flipped off the crowd. In fact, you might have caused this <laughs> behind the dugout when Bert when Bert walked off and he was about right. to be traded, and right. he was he and right. Calvin were in a pissing match, yep. and some young fans were heckling him, and behind the dugout, and he gave them the middle finger salute and was traded to Texas like that night or shortly thereafter. I was at the game is all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. You got to tell How involved were you in getting Bert to extend? And by the way, this was not circle me Bert, folks. So for those of you who are younger and are like, Bert Blyla was a great guy. He circled people. Bert was an a-hole as a player. <laughs> that's really funny. So, I, yeah, that's good heads up because in my mind, he's I this love lovely, that. silly go, you know, so that's funny to yes. hear. He's just a, was a jerk as a player. You know what I'd like to do, and I'm very serious about this. I got to reach out to Bert Bly Eleven, track him down, because when he used to come on the KQ Morning Show and do porno movie title or not, he killed it. That's he was really good. So funny. Well, probably because he had seen most of the real pornos. <laughs> you think that's what it was? Personal interest. He he played in the seventies, man. People don't understand. That was a rough. Those guys oh, yeah. were not polished. You know, you're right about that. It's not like now. Nobody was worried about their Twitter or their X account or their, you know, their endorsements. Yeah, a guy, threw, th- a guy threw a no-hitter on LSD. Yeah, that's how that's much right. They, that's they how little they yeah. cared. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what happened, too. Yes, yes, exactly right. I got to run, guys, but God, I will talk I, to you tomorrow, okay? I hate the fact that you have to, you, you never get to run again. <laughs> okay, it's a great conversation, though. <laughs> Just remember, you got to go to more games behind the dugout and see if guys now will flip you off. That would be marvelous. I'll get her done just for you. All right. See ya. Thanks a lot, Judd. Have a good day, Pally. Got very, very lucky there with Phil and Judd. No question about it. Yeah. Great great move. That couldn't have been like Dan and Amy, was it? They probably did it. Oh, it was a disaster then. I call them masterminds. Yes, masterminds. There's no question about it. You can probably think of several facepalm moments with your significant other where it took them a little too long to realize something obvious, and they uh, probably uh, 
and think of some of yours too. But there are special next level situations when people uh, online say they're realizing they're dating a dummy. Oh, no. This might not be good. <laughs> I feel like sure. I'm worried that my husband has those moments where he goes, because there's like basic skills I don't understand. Where I go, uh oh, is he realizing that I'm an idiot? <laughs> well, he was on the phone with me most of the time. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, here's some examples. Okay. Okay, that when you know you're dating a dummy. Did you ever find out? Because I, I, it's been so long ago, I, I don't think I ever dated a dummy. I don't think I did. Oh, I, I for remember. sure did. Oh, did you? Yeah. And like, I mean, it's not such a bad thing. I think there's some sort of what the ignorance is bliss because they were fun. I mean, being around dumb people is fun sometimes. It is? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I don't, really don't think I ever dated a, a dummy. I can't remember one anyway. I suppose I always dated professional women, and maybe that's different. Yeah. Yeah, so that might be the difference there. That's true. I told a guy I was dating uh, that he needed more humility, and he literally responded with, why would I want to be humiliated? Oh, no. Good start. That's not great. Number two, my ex-husband pronounced ATM Adam. I have to go to the Adam. Okay, that's not so bad. <laughs> that's kind of cute, that's actually. That's kind of cute. Yeah. He probably did that on purpose, don't you think? Sure. Uh, my neighbor, her little girl, used to say hand-a-sizer instead of hand sanitizer. And so now we all say hand-a-sizer. Like, hand sometimes things just change for the best. Yeah. Love it. No question. No, I got no problem with Adam. I think that's uh, cute. Do you remember mm -hmm. when they were called time machines? No. Because there was the company was actually called Time. That was the ATM, oh, but it okay. had time on the side of it. Which you would sound crazy if you told me you're going to the time machine later <laughs> yeah. today. I gotta exactly. run down to the time machine, yeah. Yeah, that would that would yeah. Uh, number three, she thought that rust was one of the chemical elements. Oh no. Oxygen, neon, silver, uranium, rust. Yeah. That uh -huh. just nice flow there. <laughs> right. She thought rust was a chemical element. I mean, okay. I get. I, I agree that I absolutely know it's not. I have. I've taken a chemistry class. I know it. But is it that dumb? Is it that dumb to think that rust is on the? I mean, like, there's yes. so many yes, on there. We is. have no idea. Well, I mean, I know it's a reaction to you know metal, but it's mm -hmm. it's not that dumb. How about this? He thought my portobello mushrooms weren't cooked through because they were white inside. Oh no. <laughs> You know what, though? I have found that, especially like in niche things, not niche things, but there are whole sections that people decide not to know anything about. I knew a very smart guy, my friend Chad. He's a, he's a genius. Um, he, uh, one time I asked him to help uh, with my nanny family. They needed a fill-in, and I, Chad lived in the triplex, the house below me, and we were good friends. And I was like, do you want to fill in for me? And he's like, I'd love to. He had to cook salmon, and the amount that he messed that up, and salmon is one of the easiest things to cook. He was like, oh, yeah, I put it in. I, tr I treated it like a burger. Like, I was waiting for it to get cooked all the way. And I remember, like, being like, you're an idiot. <laughs> but, like, there's just, like, whole sections we just don't go yeah, in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you go, oh, like, he just does never cooked salmon before. I've never, you know, made uh, much out of wood. So, like, sometimes I look like an idiot if I'm trying to build anything. So you don't want me cooking. Yeah, then like that no, isn't that weird? Don't. I mean, that's a nope. to me that's a basic skill. Yeah, I'm not good at it. That's yeah. 
No doubt. Everyone has their strong points, though. And their you know, blind spots. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, my, I remember when I was, uh, one of my, I think my second house, my uncle was helping me put in a window. And I was having a hard time understanding what he was saying. Yeah. And he got angry and he called me an idiot. And I was like, really, dumb, dumb, Look around. Yeah. This is my second home. We're putting <laughs> windows in my home. You live on your daughter's couch. Hey. Who's the idiot here? I made this out of nothing. I, I, I started at the bottom. Look at where I'm at, okay? Let's remember. Things, everybody has their strengths. They have your blind spots. Yes. And, like, you have to be okay. And, like, I absolutely, Justin is so much He's getting so much better at accepting his blind spot. He really wants to try to learn to cook for go-go. He otherwise, before, oh, yeah. he had no idea. Yep. And I'm very appreciative. And I also tell him to Google things because we get in some big old fights when I try to teach him anything. Oh, that'll <laughs> happen. Uh, these are getting worse now. Oh, no, I'm scared. She was a 40-something woman and asked, is duck an animal? Oh, no. Is duck an animal? Is duck an animal? Oh, no. Next one's even worse. Oh, no, what? My ex asked me, what kind of an animal is Mickey Mouse? No. <laughs> okay, in her defense, that don't be looking like any mouse I've ever yeah. seen. Well, it's still Mickey Mouse. But, like, maybe his name is Mickey Mouse as his last name. Mouse? Yeah. It could, people have weird last names that they're not exa exactly sure. that. Yeah. I know mozzies. I don't know any mouse. I mean, I'm sure there's a guy with the last name Mouse. Could be. He didn't know what color red and yellow make when mixed together. Well, some people wouldn't know that. Yeah. Know, yeah. Well, some people might not know that. I had to teach my ex how to locate a book in a library. We were both college graduates. Well, he'd never been to a library. Who cares? I bet you most people don't know. Is it, what, uh, I want to say the Dewey Decimal. Dewey Decimal, yeah. They yeah. wouldn't have no idea. Yeah. Not anymore. It's an author's yeah, last sure. name, right? Isn't it? That's the way it's normally set up. My ex asked me, where does the sun go at night? <laughs> huh. Okay. That's like a very, <laughs> if, if it was like very abstract, yeah. it could be like a really good song lyric. Was she dating a six-year-old? Like, why would you ask that question? <laughs> uh, my ex didn't know what order the months go in. I asked him to learn, and he got mad at me and said, no, that is not something I'm interested in. It took me an abnormally long time to memorize what number corresponds with the month. Yeah, but that's not as important. You got to know how the months line up, yeah. though. But, like, I wanted to be able, if I said, you know, six, I would know right away it's June. And mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Like, that took, that's a helpful thing to just sure. automatically know. But I used to have to go through it all, you know. Just go threes. Three, six, nine, twelve. And know the, those land point, like, Mark? Yeah, yeah that's know those, smart. It would fill in. I feel like that's actually re like that's probably how I should teach go go because probably yes. it's it, not the idea. it's just not memorization it's just you just know those landmarks yeah and then you fill it in and you're good to go that's ingenious give me fifty dollars <laughs> not a problem <laughs> right it's in the mail uh, just a couple left to go ladies and gentlemen I had a partner who stacked cups when putting them in a dishwasher nope. Yeah, let's put them on top of each no, other because sure. that water is going to get right in there. Oh, How stupid are you? Oh, yeah, that's rough. I dated a girl in high school, and we were all at the mall one day looking at a mall directory. She asked me how the map knew where we were standing. That's a rough one. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. One. You know the star on the map that says, you are here. She that's didn't know. How, how does it know we're here? How did it know? That's just new technology. Uh -huh. 
That's a rough one. I explained that the map was where we were standing. We, we are reading it, but after 10 minutes of trying to explain, she still did not understand how the map knew that they were there. Yeah, that's rough. That is one dumb son bitch right there. They say, you know, we do all these things for our kids, right? We want them to eat the right food, go to the right schools. They say the number one way you can help your kid mm -hmm. is that since half their DNA comes from the other person, is find somebody who you would want to procreate with. Like, that's worth, you know what I mean? Yeah, Instead of going yeah. after the math, we're gonna do this and that. They say the number one thing is that inheritance piece of you gotta find somebody who you mm -hmm. want to replic replicate with. Yeah, I could see that. Which seems obvious, but it's so funny because in, that can either add worry to your plate or take it off. Like. Yeah, when uh, when my ex was pregnant with my daughter, we talked about the different traits we both, you know, that we were going to be passing on. Like, mm -hmm. what are the things you hope that she gets? Yeah. And my number one was, I hope she gets my sense of direction, because my it. ex has to Google how do I get home every day oh. from work. Oh. The, the place, same place. The place she goes to oh, every God. day. Oh God. So my daughter started driving like four oh. months ago yeah. and I, I won't let her use Google Maps. I refuse. I always tell her, you need to be able to figure this stuff out. So if we're going to places that she knows how to get to, we've been there many times. If you're going someplace new, I get it. You, get, you, you should look it up. Yeah. But, but all the other places, no. And then last night on, on the drive home, my daughter had said, oh, so-and-so asked me where I needed to go. And I told them I was amazed at how well I knew the city. I, I knew it much better than I thought I did. And I said, thank God you have my sense of direction. Oh. To know where north, south, east, and west are at all times is that is something that you, you can't learn that. If you don't have it in you, you're never going to have it. So that's the one I hope every kid has. That's so yeah, – that is so – Cool, because it's true. When you're a kid, you keep your head down. You don't pay attention to at all where you're driving to. No. I, I have to – I think that's a good goal for me in these couple of months is, like, don't rely on my navigation for every time I leave, mm -hmm. like a parking ramp. And I never know where it puts me out, and sure. so I always panic and want it ready, especially, like, in Minneapolis when it put – you know, all of a sudden you're on the street and you're okay, like, accept the fact that, like, I might go the long way, but I'm going to – relearn some stuff sure yeah. i like that idea mm -hmm. we need to take our final break be right back wrap things up right after this this is the tom bernard morning show there's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name killabrew of course there's the minnesota baseball legend Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old met stadium in bloomington and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs there's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids. A cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew root beer and cream soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? 
I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. 9.52 now, uh, is eight minutes till 10 o'clock. Wall Street Journal has a story this morning. Americans flock to Cancun for a vacation, but now they're rethinking that. So I, I don't know anything about that. Hmm. Uh, American travelers are having fun in the sun, but they're thinking beyond old standbys like Cancun. U.S. travelers put the brakes on trips to Cancun and neighboring Riviera Maya this spring, turning their attention to destinations like Europe, Japan, and other parts of the Caribbean. The number of U.S. travelers flying nonstop to Cancun, the biggest Mexican resort region. I've never been to Cancun. You ever been there? I've been to Cancun. Uh, my family went uh, when I was like a teenager, and it, I could see the appeal. Like it, I saw the you know the night eighteen year olds going and having fun, but I don't think it's a great place to bring your family. No. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it's like a it's it, I shouldn't say cheap. It's a less Sorry. expensive, and you can do like big groups together. Stay, you know, four girls in one room, and it won't break the buzz, you know, bank, and uh, have fun. Go to Senior Frogs. I think that's what I when I think of Cancun, that's what I think of. I've been on the border of Mexico, so I've been in Matamoros on the border, and never went in. I, I was in Mexico, but I was right on the border, and then I went to. Uh, Tijuana once. I was same just gonna thing. say, yeah, probably TJ, yeah. But I just never, I never had any interest in going to Mexico. Is Tijuana kind of the same feel as Cancun? Where no, 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 no. no. Oh, it's wildly different. Tell yeah. me what it because I always think of like California using that as like their teen can no. drink. And oh, I, the only reason yeah. I think of that is because the OC, the yeah. TV show, they go to Tijuana so they can uh, you know drink at eighteen. Yeah, Tijuana is like San Diego's red light district. 
Oh, it's it is, essentially yeah. what it is. Yeah, <clears throat> yep. yeah. Because you can get over, over and back over the border very easily. Not, okay. Yeah, it's not insane like other parts, but yeah. It man, how long did you stay in uh, TJ? Um, about half an hour. That was it. Yeah. Same with Matamoros, and then the other one I went to is uh, what the hell's the other one? It's right on the border there. Oh God. Oh, a Juarez. Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. Uh, I was there for about a half, about, about a half an hour in each of the three times I was there, and I, I stayed right on the border. I had, I looked around, and went, I don't want to go in here. Yeah, sure. What the hell do I need with that? I just, went, eh. there, uh, it had nothing for me. Our family went to Puerto Vallarta, um, at a, and that was super fun. I remember thinking like, this is a fun vacation. It kind of walks the line of touristy, and you can go out and and see some actual mm-hmm. Mexico, so it was super fun. I wanted to go to Acapulco because Elvis went there, but then I heard that they're not very friendly in Acapulco. I mean, if Elvis went there, I agree. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Sets the tone. I'd be treated the same as Elvis, yeah. I'm sure. Obviously. No, I, I just, I don't know. I, I love going to Canada. I just never wanted to go to Mexico. I don't, nothing against Mexicans. I know plenty of Mexicans. Since your schedule was what it was and you guys didn't take off a lot of time, um, What's the one vacation that's still on your bucket list? Somewhere I'd, I'd want to go. Yeah. I don't know if I have one of those left. Really? I think I've been pretty much everywhere. I, I have no interest in going to South America. None. i got no interest in going to Mexico. Uh, love Canada, United States. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I can't think of a place that I haven't. I mean, I, I suppose someday. I, I don't even know if I would want to go to Japan or not. I can't decide if I'd want to go to Japan. Yeah, it's funny to think of you in Japan. I don't know why. Like, just because it's so many people. It looked like Gulliver over there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that might be a problem. I think I I would watch that show, Tom in Japan. Tommy in Japan, ladies and gentlemen. What is Catherine? Does Catherine... uh, Catherine's been all over the world. Does she still, like, have some places she wants to go to? You know, I I think she's been just about everywhere. So I could ask her. I'm not sure. If there's somewhere she still wants to go, but it's funny because when she goes to places like she was in India, yeah, everybody there thought she was a movie star because she's so tall. She told me the craziest thing about when she went to India that she saw a cow going across the street and it looked both ways. It looked both ways and crossed. <laughs> exactly. That's you know how much that has stuck with me. I think I she guess- told me that when I was like 21 or 22 years old. And that like stuck with me going, I need to go to India and see these cows that are crossing the I think the, the pigs street. do it too. But that's, they look both ways to yeah. see if there's any traffic. I can't even teach <laughs> Justin to do that. Yeah. And here, exactly. here these cows are doing that. That's pretty cool, actually. That's so insane. Yeah. <laughs> like look my for traffic. brain can't fathom that they're that intertwined with the culture that a cow is like navigating its way down the street. And you also have to watch out where you go. We went to Jamaica, and our tour bus driver hit a goat. Oh, God. Which is, you are not allowed to do that in Jamaica. And oh, and we got stopped by the, by the police, and they came up, and the guy was, you know, haggling back and forth. And then, you know, we kind of overheard them say something along the lines of, like, you know, it is, it's 90 days in jail for hitting a goat. Blah, really? Blah, blah. And I'm starting to get nervous because we're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And I had already had a bad interaction in downtown Montego Bay with some local Jamaicans. Mm-hmm. And I was not feeling this trip. I wanted to get out of there. And uh, at some point, the guy walks over. He's like, all right, we can get back on the bus. I'm like, well, what'd they say? You know, is everything all right? And he goes, well, they offered me uh, uh, 90 days in jail or $50. 90 days like, so, or 50 bucks? So you paid him 50 bucks? He's like, yeah. 
And then you don't have to do 90 days in jail. He's like, you guys have a wildly different, you know, like judicial system than we have in the United States. You know what? Dang. There's times when I go, that should be how we roll. Yeah. Like, because what? This guy is not a hardened criminal. No. He does, and, you know, if at the end of the day, he can keep working and there's $50. Let's live our lives. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Rest in peace, goat. There you have it, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. You've never been to Jamaica. I've been to a bunch of those places. The Dominican Republic, we went there with KQ a couple times. Well, if I write a note, because Catherine's on the show today, if I write a note, will you ask her if there's a place still that she wants to visit? Well, you could just hang out there for an extra 10 minutes. I can't because I got the babysitter. Oh, on here we go. Monday, Tuesday, Fridays, I got babysitters. Your fake babysitter. Wednesday, stories. Thursdays, I can hang because I have the. Uh, I will ask her on the show there's, is there a place you'd still like to go someday? Yeah. I'd I love can do to that. know that because you guys have both kind of have done it all, seen it all, but I bet you there's a place still in her heart that she wants to go. Hopefully, it's not too far on a plane because I know you're not all about doing a f- two day trip on a plane. Nah, two days be too long, yeah. but you know, such a, the the one thing I I would want like to do. There's still four states I've never been to. Which one? No, five states. Excuse me, I've never been to Alaska. <clears throat> I've never been to Alaska or Washington State. I've never been to uh, the three at the top, uh, the the far right hand, like the far eastern, New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine, and Maine. Yep, I've never been to. So there, there are five states I've never been to. Dude, you could knock out three so quickly. I know they're right like, next they're to like, one another. It's like driving exactly. across the Twin Cities, hitting yeah. up those three. Mm-hmm. So I got to do that someday. I'd like to go uh, all those places. I at one time was looking at maybe moving to New Hampshire and just working in, when I was working in New York, just maybe getting this place up in New Hampshire. But I just. Then I got offered that job at KQ and it ruined my life. So, you know. I got a message from Priscilla who watches GoGo and says, I am not a fake babysitter, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't want Priscilla after you. She is. I understand. Yeah, good call. All right, that's going to do it. Talk to you tomorrow.